Hello, friend, and welcome back to the Babology podcast. My name is Gabby, and I am your host. I'm also a licensed esthetician, a mom, a business owner, business lover. I just have this podcast to speak about any of those things. And this episode will be about Brazilian waxing, specifically towards managing and maintaining results and avoiding ingrown hairs and stuff like that so it's all about your brazilian care and your waxer will love you you as a waxer might appreciate some of the information being put out there and if there's anything that i missed feel free to definitely message me or dm me whatever let me know and i can make more episodes with better information but I just wanted to kind of make this episode because I realized that a lot of my clients, I think, feel like a Brazilian wax is not benefiting them, when in reality, it it can, and it was at first, but then, you know, we start to get a little bit lazy. You might start to not have enough time. Your routine might change. I mean, like, we don't just revolve our life around skincare. Some of us do. Some of us don't. And especially if you don't really know what you're doing wrong or what steps you're missing in your day-to-day routine, um, just hygiene-wise, then, you know, you can face this issue where you kind of are like, why am I even getting waxed if I'm still getting ingrowns? Because I definitely have heard that, like, from newer people who are starting to get waxed, they're like, well, I'm still getting ingrown hairs, even though I'm not shaving, but... They don't understand that the routine that you have at home definitely comes into play with your wax appointments. So I just want to go ahead and dive in a little bit on that. I don't have a bunch of time and I know it's been a while since my last episode. I have just been in a whirlwind of like confusion on topics. Um, I have a lot going on in the studio that I want to move around. So I was shopping around for stuff like I just have had a lot of stuff going on. I also got married in Hawaii and I was gone for a while for that, which it's been so much more longer than this little time frame. But I just feel like I've had so much going on that I didn't really care to put time aside for a podcast episode. But it's been bothering me and I really wanted to make one. And I thought I just had a client. Literally, I'm in the studio right now. I just had a client leave. And she does decent at her um, Brazilian home care, but there are things that she wasn't really too um, educated on. And I feel like that sometimes is my fault because I need to be making sure that I am educating thoroughly each client when they are facing these type of issues or they are experiencing experiencing um, any kind of like just negative feelings towards their wax appointments so um not to get too sorry my nose is a little stuffy not to get too deep into it but i just wanted to touch on the basics so i'll kind of go over if all of the information as if you were a first-time brazilian wax client or any kind of wax but you get ingrowns mostly in your underarms and your brazilian area and maybe your legs but So if you have barely started getting a Brazilian wax, let's say you had your first one today, and I would tell you, okay, come back in four to six weeks for your next wax. 
And I always recommend the six-week mark for my first-time Brazilian clients. And you might ask why that's a long time. Well, the reason I do that is because if they're consistently shaving, um, the hairs I've noticed for me, at least the hairs that are coming through are very, very short. They're in different hair growth patterns. And the four-week mark is always just going to leave them with stubby, stubby hair. And then they're going to be like, well, you didn't even grab all my hair. They might not understand a lot of the time that it's because they are shaving or they were shaving and they switched over into waxing. I explain it every time that I get a first time Brazilian wax client, but they might not understand that there are stubby hairs that are left behind because you are getting your hair, every single hair is on a different hair growth pattern because you've shaved. So if that makes sense. So I always say come at your six-week mark for your second wax after your first one because at that point in time, some of the shorter stubby hairs will be more manageable and will be able to be picked up with the wax, especially for thick, coarse hair, which we experience that with shaving very, very often. So um, that's number one. I'm like, hey, I'll see you at your six-week mark. We'll schedule the six-week mark and then... I do continue to give them an aftercare um, card that includes instructions. So on the instruction card, it gives you pointers like no sweating, no intimacy, no tight clothes, don't touch the area with your dirty hands, um, stuff like that. You know, like avoid direct sun exposure, like if you're going to go to the beach, the pool, whatever um to avoid irritation to avoid infection to avoid you know clogging your pores stuff like that so i do give an aftercare card with the fur products also listed on the card with the pricing and how to use them it took me a while to get the card to look and to fit everything that i wanted on on it like to get the look that i wanted and to fit all of the information it did take me a while to figure out how to make it all fit on such a small little card that wouldn't be a hassle for them to carry in their purse or to like take home. So I do give that out. And then um, so the products that are listed on the card is the fur silk body scrub. And that's like the number one exfoliant that I will always say they should use because at least I know, okay, well, if they buy the bottle, then they'll have it to use at home, which is easier, I feel like, than telling them, which I recommend this a little more, but it's easier for them to use a body scrub that's good for that area, which would be like the fur one. Um, and that's listed on the card with the price. But I say use the exfoliant before I say use an exfoliating glove because the exfoliating gloves, as you might have heard from other people they do start to grow bacteria they just start to get nasty and sometimes people don't understand that or they just forget when they're in the shower that like like you know they might exfoliate real quick and then they're not going to think about like oh shit how long have i had this exfoliating glove um i bought it like three weeks ago on tuesday no like you're just showering you're just trying to get what you got to do and you're not really paying attention to that stuff so Unless you're really, really thorough and you are prioritizing your Brazilian care that much, then that's amazing. But like if you're not able to do that, the scrub is just there. You don't have to worry about getting any kind of bacteria or clogging your pores or anything like that. And that's a really amazing brand. I've always loved the brand since I started using it. 
So I always recommend those products. But I do recommend using an exfoliating glove more than using or over before using the scrub in my own personal opinion if you can manage to switch the glove out frequently. So I would say don't use the glove for more than three weeks. And when you do buy a pack of the exfoliating gloves, usually you do get like a pack, a pair of three. So what I do when I buy the gloves, I literally only use one glove at a time. So I will put one glove in the shower, even though it comes with pairs of two. Um, and that way you're doubling literally the whole pack. So I will use one glove from one pair. And then on three weeks out, I will switch it out for the second glove in that pair. And then I still have two new pairs in the same pack that I bought. And I always buy them like at Marshalls or Walmart or whatever. And they're not expensive. Usually they're like maybe like nine bucks for the whole pack. But that's how I make the most of the exfoliating gloves for me. But like I said, a lot of people don't really pay attention to how long they've had the gloves, which is perfectly understandable. Like we're not just putting a calendar in the shower and marking down the days. Um, and so that's on the exfoliation part in the aftercare. And that's what I explained to them also when they're here. I do let them know, like, I do recommend you use a glove. It's a little bit gentler and, um, you're not really putting product on your skin, which is, I always feel like is better because you just never know how you're going to react to a product and you have to use it for a couple weeks before you even see how it's really going to work for you long-term. So, uh, that's the exfoliation. Uh, I always put the fur oil, the fur concentrate, and I believe I have the fur body wash on there. But the fur oil is for moisturizing. I love the fur oil for basically everybody. Nobody has ever complained about it. It's always been really good for the services that I offer, which is full body waxing. And I also use the fur oil for aftercare uh, in the brow lamination aftercare kits. I have these little mini droppers and I just put a little bit of fur oil and a little pump of fur concentrate in the dropper for the aftercare kit for brow laminations, but that's a separate thing. So fur oil is moisturizing. That's for basically like any kind of waxing area that you just want to get it moisturized and you don't want to have like a bunch of different steps. Like that's just your one and done moisturizer. That's a light oil. And then the fur concentrate is going to be a little more literally concentrated and that's going to be your treatment. So that will treat an area a little bit deeper, I feel like, than the fur oil. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that's just how it's been working for me so far with my clients. So the fur concentrate, I use it on my very, very ingrown prone clients. And if I see that the skin is a little bit irritated or angry, I will use the fur concentrate. And I still use it for oil on top of that, but I will go in first with the fur concentrate and it's kind of silky. It's like a very silky oil and it goes a little bit, goes a very, very long way. Same with the fur oil, but the fur oil is a little thinner, I think, than the fur concentrate. So that's the difference in those two. And if you're ever confused or you don't know which one to choose for yourself or for your clients, I would recommend always the fur oil because it's, gonna work regardless like it's it's getting the job done it's moisturizing and you get a lot of it a little bit goes a long way for that one too um and the fur concentrate i think is a little more pricey so those are moisturizing products that are on the card also have pricing on those in there and i have the pricing for the regular size bottles 
even though fur does sell sample sample sizes and I think travel sizes, I have the regular sized bottles and prices on the card for the aftercare. Um, and then the body wash, I have it listed on there as well in case they might say, well, what kind of body wash should I use? Can I use my face wash? Can I use regular body wash? I just include it on there anyway. Um, I haven't had anybody really ask me much about the body wash, but I do have a lot of people who love the oil and the concentrate. And then I only have a handful who really, really have tried the scrub. But um, if you've tried fur, you know that their products are not very, very cheap. So uh, it's a little bit on the pricier side, especially for just Brazilian care. But I feel like it's worth it, especially if you get ingrown hairs. If you don't get ingrown hairs, you can do with just a regular oil. Um, for regular products that are not like marketed towards uh, Brazilian home care or professional care, I can also recommend products for that because I do have clients that I know, okay, they just can't afford these products or they might buy them and not just, they might not be consistent with them. So why, you know, they, they're just like, well, why would I buy it? I'm not really going to use it. Even though I should, they just like won't use it. So um, in order to get them on something, at least they're doing it, I will tell them, okay, buy an exfoliating glove. Or there are times lately where I'm just like, okay, just take an exfoliating glove because I know you need it. You're not going to buy one. Even though they say like, I'm going to go buy one. Um, you're, you're not going to make time to go buy an exfoliating glove. I just know it. So I'll be like, okay, here, just take the exfoliating glove and then I will um, just give it to them. And then I will tell them and please use like a tea tree and a jojoba oil. Um, you could use jojoba oil. It's very good, you know, for moisturizing. I use that at home when I don't have my fur handy. And tea tree oil, I feel like is really, really good for helping with ingrown hair. So if you kind of want to cocktail your own thing um, and you can't afford the fur products, even if it's for your own practice or if you can't afford them as a client you can do jojoba and tea tree that's what i've recommended and that's what i use myself so i use it on myself i would never recommend something that i don't think it would actually work or that hasn't worked on me so i don't get horrible ingrowns but i do get them occasionally um, but that's what's worked for me and that's pretty much the basics on aftercare so when it comes down to frequency on maintaining all of these things or managing this routine, so you would want to exfoliate, and this is all my personal recommendations. You might hear different from other waxers or you might hear different from other people, but what I recommend and what has worked is exfoliating every other day if your skin can tolerate it. And if not, then exfoliate at least twice a week. You want to do at least twice a week because if you don't, you're going to start getting all the dead skin your your pores and follicles will end up getting clogged and then you'll start seeing those deep ingrown hairs where you can actually see the hair but you just can't get to it and it's really annoying to get those because you can see it but you can't do anything about it and if you do try to pick at it you're just going to scar your skin so i always just advise to not pick and pick at it until your skin is bleeding or open because it's going to scar so, um, yeah, exfoliate at least twice a week, at least. And I would say do it Monday and Friday. Or if you're not really caring on Friday, then do it whatever, like Monday and Thursday or whatever works for you, but at least twice a week. 
and moisturize every time you shower. That's what I recommend. I moisturize every time I shower, even if I don't exfoliate. I'm always moisturizing the areas that I wax, which is pretty much everywhere. And I still put lotion on my body, but I do not put lotion on the Brazilian area. And that's also another thing. Some people still put lotion there because they think, well, I'm moisturizing with lotion. I'm getting it done. So there shouldn't be an issue, but the lotion will clog your pores. It's too thick. It's not really getting any hydration or anything into your skin. It's literally just clogging your Brazilian area. So it works on our body, but it's not great for your Brazilian area. Um, so if you're using lotion there, that's a huge no-no. And that might be the reason why you could be experiencing ingrown hairs. Um, or just you feel like your skin is not clear in that area. So no lotion. Um, don't If you could wear a light cotton underwear, then that's perfect. But if your underwear is not really causing you any irritation or anything like that, then you should be fine. But in a perfect Brazilian wax world, you would wear cotton underwear that are light, like not thick, that you your skin can't breathe you want your skin to breathe um and this might seem like a lot of tips and a lot of information just for brazilian waxing but honestly i feel like it really does help and it makes a difference to know these things because some people really do have this problem or this issue and they experience this and they just don't know what to do about it and they're like really embarrassed and it's not embarrassing it's just skincare and you have to do whatever it takes you know, like a couple changes here and there and just see what works for you. So those are my recommendations on Brazilian wax care and kind of getting your skin right and kind of prepping it and managing your Brazilian or just any kind of wax results in general. So like I said, if there's anything that I miss or if there's anything that you want to know about questions or you want me to cover, feel free to email me or DM me on Instagram and I will go ahead and take a look and cover whatever you guys need me to cover. But I appreciate you for listening and I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. I know it's been a long, long time, but I have made it a priority. I am going to keep recording um, new episodes and I will talk to you on my next one. Have a blessed day. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube and also um, follow my podcast on Spotify. Bye.